you dumb, beautiful fucker. Who wants to be in America's slash fit with Abraham Lincoln? Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. to this non-canon files edition of all you can hear it's been a little bit since we have one but we have another movie full of spoilers full of takes full of things to say and let's go ahead and get started I'm, i'll be your host today patrick and joining me today are my four cohabitating co-hosts eddie lick my taint eddie lick it lick it good lick that fleshy front bridge eddie Look at Eddie. Oh, God, Eddie. Uh, my name is John. <laughs> All right. My name's uh, Carnage Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Cannon is in the process of rebooting. I let all of y'all go first. <laughs> I'm I'm wet feet. Wet uh, feet uh, Wenzel. Uh, oh, yeah, you man, got that weird extra toe thing. Me Cletus Cassidy. Cannon guy. <laughs> <laughs> that Cletus guy. That Cletus guy. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Also, that fucking, you just had me like die already immediately before we even started. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, this is what we do like behind the scenes oh, for like the past like two days. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the, the show, Ken. I've never been here before. Nope. Uh, this is my first time. Yeah. We have erased Cannon's memory uh, as of this moment. Yes. <laughs> well, not of the movie, just of his time on the show. Yeah. Hey, Cannon, you want to watch the thing? Cannon, you owe me $70. $70? But yeah. That was a memory erasure fee. Yeah, you broke my leg. I don't know why the word most, two word most prolific keep flashing in my head for some reason. Though. I don't know. I don't know what those two words mean. No, th- that's, those are just fake memories implanted by the scrolls. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll bite. <laughs> I think we got symbiotes in our brains. Yeah. They're eating our fucking brains. If you listen to, to this episode, just know that we're all sitting in our respected chairs. All gooped up. Yeah, all gooped up. Because let me tell you, brother, I was gooped after watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're oh, all gooped up, man. Oh, wait. There wasn't a seat that wasn't wet when the credits rolled. Man, everybody was like, good theater reaction. Because y'all saw it on preview night, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody walked out of the theater. Everybody just slid out of the theater. That yeah. Night. <laughs> they were leaving snail trails and slug marks all the way down <laughs> the train. All right. Before we get too disgusting, I got to ask, what's around the room right now? What's everybody's uh, symbiote name? Go. Jonathan. Uh, why do you, Why do I have to go first? Yeah. What, what's your symbiote name? Uh, <laughs> Sludge. <laughs> Uh, I'm hemoglobin. <laughs> that works. Hemoglobin. Okay. Yes, that I'm works. hemoglobin. <laughs> you heard what? me. My uh, turn. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Colt. Uh, junk. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to be voodoo brown, too. That's what my color is. Golgothan in the house. Oh, God. Uh, Pat? Damn, I wish I could remember, because I actually had a, like, a symbiote OC that my friends and I made up in high school. I, I could be, like, pulling some, like, archaic shit out right now. Uh, it's probably like <laughs> Evanescence. Uh, uh, something like that. First word that came to mind, paranoia. Ooh. We'll destroy you. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a serious answer, Pat. Okay, Wait well, I have it. a serious answer, too. Mine would be Rampage. A.W. A.W. <laughs> Rampage. You guys suck. <laughs> 9 p.m. on TNT. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to have yep. to come up with a serious one before the episode. Okay, ends. well, I, I got to come up with a silly one. I, I, I'm sticking with Sludge, Dan. Okay, what if my symbiote's nice and his name is Putty? Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Putty's got yeah, one tooth. one big that's tooth and it's sticking out of his head. <laughs> Not even in his mouth. I'm, I'm changing mine to Slug to Hematoma. <laughs> 
Yeah, actually. but okay. I'm still um, what, what what are your colors though? Like, what's your what's your symbiote color? Uh, purple and like doo doo green. Can we be a tag team since we both have Hemo in our name? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sticking with Sludge. Actually, oh. I was just doing that for a bit. Yeah, I'm but I mean, we can still be tag partners. Hell yeah, I'm down. Get the symbiote tag team championship belts. Yep. <laughs> you know. That would be a cool gimmick. Uh, have like lucha mask, but like in the style of like the symbiote. Like I mean, yeah, it's Penta actually had a before. venom yeah. gear, didn't he? Yeah, uh, Penta El Zero Miro, Zero Miro, uh, had uh, a a venom style that's, mask uh, at one point. Yeah, it was pretty rad. That's pretty cool. Oh, my my color would be blue. Just just some kind of blue. I want mine to be, like I said, doo-doo brown, but with red streaks in it. So <laughs> you, it's just you have blood in the stool. Yes. Cold is obviously the most disgusting symbiote. The strongest one, too. I'm born no, with no, no, not, no, 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 no. You have a little bit of red streaks. Does not make you that strong. No, it makes me super strong. And my <laughs> mega ability is not like tornadoes or anything cool like that. It's I make you I think I got my serious symbiote name. All right, okay. let's hear it. I don't know why, what but is I kind of dig how it rolls off the tongue. Plasm. Okay. What was All it? Right. Plasm. Oh, that's okay. cool. All right. I vibe with that. Might might even be a real. I character. like it. I don't fucking know that encyclopedia is vast. Yeah, there are there are a lot of symbiotes that may or may not still be around after uh, Donnie Cates' Venom run. Yeah, this is true. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not talking sheesh. about the Venom comics, uh, though I'm sure that will come into discussion. We're discussing Venom 2, the Let There Be Carnage, and yeah, of course you're thinking, like, Pat, but Pat, John, Ken, Colt, and Wenzel, y'all didn't do Venom 1. Well, shut your mouth. Uh, we're doing <laughs> Venom 2 right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was just because that we all saw Venom 2, and we was like, we were just feeling the high after this movie, and we just... <laughs> Couldn't not discuss the fucking cockamamie chicanery that happened in this movie. No, no, yeah, no freaking way. I'm sorry, Pat, to cut you off or anything, but like, Venom One was like fun, but like it was nowhere near the hype that is this movie. Cause like, like it's one thing like you know to see the trailers and be like, oh, carnage, 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 you know, but then to actually experience it and be like, holy shit, this is like, it's just hype all the way through. Like and like. So, you know, spoilers, of course. Yeah, there will obviously. be full spoilers, so in case you haven't seen it, go check it out. Or, or you know, or, or you haven't seen it, this will be your companion piece for to, to help you digest and, you know, metabolize the, the insanity that uh, you just watched. So, this probably won't be like a, like a strict, like, recap, breaking down what, exactly what happened in chronological. It's more so just like a general discussion of the fucking bullshit that happened. <laughs> so, yeah, right out of the gate, I was gooped the whole time. Like, I, there was so much shit in this movie that I did not see coming, and I was just like, no, ma'am, they did not do that. The fucking audacity of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, like, uh, for reference, Colt Winslow saw it on their own and then John, Ken, Liz and I, we all saw it uh, ourselves. I would say the four of us the art house we were having more fun in that theater than anyone else. Anyone else, yes. Because oh. we were laughing harder, <laughs> we were reacting bigger to everything. Like like we were at the like tip top in the middle and we were hee-hawing. Like, <laughs> hee-hawing, having a grand old time. And then everyone else just seemed like they were just a stick. It was like a Tuesday night, so I guess they're a little more subdued, but like, we were feeling good walking into that joint, and then by God, we were feeling great when we left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I guess dude. we had a really good... We had the Venom fan audience, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, people sure. there were having a fun time. No, like, any time, you know, like, you know, that some of the big moments happen, everybody was just like, what the fuck? Like, cheering, like, uh, well, I, I should say the most cheering was towards something very crazy <laughs> at the end. We'll, we'll definitely um, cover that. But, like, for the most part, everybody, everybody was just hooping and hollering because, my God, it was a fun freaking movie, like, Funny, it like baffles. it was like really funny. Now, now there's a, there's a lot in the movie that's genuinely, purposely funny, but there's some dumb fucking shit that is too <laughs> funny not to laugh at. 
No. Okay, we should go ahead and say it. Anytime we saw Woody Harrelson's fucking face, me and Colt fucking laughed. We giggled. We yeah, snickered. He was just eating in the jail cell, and I was just laughing at him. Like, so I, mean, I mean, Woody Harrelson's already a funny-looking motherfucker I mean, anyway. I, I will say they did him better in this one because that raggedy end wig he had at the end of Venom 1. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. No, me and Colt were talking about that because we were like, we were both so glad they cut his hair because, my God, that was just awful. God, if he didn't, if he wasn't in a straight jacket in that scene, I could have sworn he was going to start pulling out props and telling me jokes. (laughs) But. And how he got Carnage is also funny to me as well. I'm just picturing the. Woody Harrelson saying, that's why your mama dead. Dead as hell. Your shoe's raggedy. And then Venom, like, chokes him out until he bites him. That's exactly what happened. God. And I, and I, I, want to, I wanted to get it out. There, out of the gate, this movie did have me chuckling real early on. Like, at the very beginning, there's this actor who's obviously not Woody Harrelson, but Woody Harrelson's voice is coming out of his mouth, <laughs> and I don't know why it's, it's it just it just wasn't working. It but was it also so made unnatural. Me laugh. I was like, "This is weird," but it's. Funny. I thought it was because like because when when like nineteen ninety six Woody Harrelson shows up, which is like it's funny because like in the movie he's supposed to be like late thirties into forties, but Woody Harrelson's like almost sixty. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's some like some very generous timetables here. I was like. Because at first I thought, like, that kind of looks like Tom Holland, but then, like, when they kind of moved it around out of the shadows, like, okay, maybe not. But, like, that first thing's like, wait a minute. That's not right. Yeah. It was weird. And some wibbly-wobbly shit where they steal his uh his girlfriend, Shriek, who may or may not be a mutant. They definitely tease that. It's like, oh, they sent me away for people with powers. Can they get better? And it's like, it's not Xavier Institute. It's the fucking Ravencroft uh, mental institution. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was about to say, um, I thought Ravencroft was very familiar. Is that the place that was in the New Mutants? I still haven't seen that one. Isn't that pretty much just Marvel's Arkham Asylum? It's Yeah, essentially. that's, That's their Arkham Asylum. I mean, they, they featured a lot in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, that's just kind of like, that's their famous mental institution for, like, the, for the crazy insane. baddies. I was very surprised about Shriek's role in the film, um, just because every time I saw her, or, like, because I, I knew Shriek, I knew she had, like, a vocal power. So, like, I never, I don't know, I never thought, I, ne- I, I didn't realize that that was going to be Cletus Cassidy's love interest. Like... That's a weird combo, but also kind of. I think it's kind of cool, like the foil between like having this woman who is like a sound-based power, and then you have creatures that uh, are weak to that. They set that up that you know, like oh, when Cletus gets has the Carnage uh, symbiote and he goes to bust her out, and is like, hell yeah, baby, she starts like screaming to like bowl up the helicopters. She's like, shut up, bitch. And he's, Carnage and Cletus in the movie, they're separate entities. Where in the comics, they're more so like one to one almost, like kind of a, of a single mindset. Yeah. Okay. That's what that was the one. I I will say that's the one thing that kind of bothered me about this film was that like you know I was like it was too weird like you know like. Cletus Casty was still a serial killer in the movie, but the thing is that, like, they're like, oh, you know, he was, you know, beaten by his f- parents, uh, but then he has a woman he meets who's his only love interest, who's his only light in the world, uh, so that gives him all, that should give him more sympathy. Um, I don't know why they just didn't went, f- I don't know why Andy Serkis, the director, or anybody just didn't go full bonkers and say, yeah, the guy's a serial killer piece of shit, and we're going to give him a ton like, of power. I, I will say, like, their relationship was the weakest part of the movie for me. Like, because I, I was having hella fun with the Venom Eddie shit that anytime <laughs> it would kind of cut back to Cletus, yeah. who's supposed to be the big charismatic bad, I was like, but I, I want to go back to the gay couple. That was more fun. Because, <laughs> like, that is biggest strength of the movie is that we're in the first one that everybody thought like the strongest part was like the Venom and Eddie dynamic and they decided to you know take the strong part and you know accentuate that because the biggest part of the movie is like the hostile marriage bickering of Venom and Eddie and I 
honestly, I'm, I'm sure some Venom fans were a little butthurt about it. Just making Venom just like this big fucking goober, and he's just like, like this movie. This movie's a goddamn cartoon. Like it is so <laughs> goofy and like silly. But I, to me, that's one of the best parts of it. Yeah, it gives it its charm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Exactly. And, you know, I, I'm, I got to go into the negative right now. Not my negative, but, like, that's the one thing I saw that there was some, like, like you said, hardcore, not hardcore, but, like, people who are, quote, fans of Venom, um, they were just like, oh, yeah, this <laughs> depiction of Venom is shit. This is the worst depiction ever. They have completely, like, no, this is word for word what pe- some people I've seen said, and it's for some reason line to line. It's kind of weird, but they all say the same thing. This is the worst depiction of Venom ever. Ever, they have ruined the character. There, this is this is just awful, terrible, horrible. I can't believe they did this. Oh, oh, what the hell? Okay. Oh my okay, god. All right. Uh, honestly, this is the best depiction of Venom that ever was and ever will be, and I will stand by that statement to the grave. Because you, well, when I was a little kid and I was a Spider-Man I, fan, I loved the fuck out of Spider-Man. I loved the fuck out of Carnage. He could like make knives and shit. That was cool. But Venom, I always thought was lame. I, they he, like in the comics, at least the ones I've read, they just took him way too seriously. And 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 because this is kind of like a a funny concept, like he's done in the right way, and this this is just funny as shit, and I love it. Like like I like I'm like actually like holy shit, I actually care about Venom for the first time in like ever. I was about to say we got to get you some of the Donny Cates run in your hands. Oh yeah, like like <laughs> when I say this, this was like when I was I, a little kid. Yeah 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 so. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, it's like Venom's like, ooh, nice, yeah, yeah. gritty, grimy. Yeah. Uh, Fight off that people would be like pissed off because like Venom's not like serious and and he's like he's not like just like murking people and like eating their brains and shit. Like I, I love how like Eddie's got he's kind of like keep him on a leash like a dog. He's like no, you can't be eating no people now. It's not. <laughs> is this isn't. I don't. I don't know because I'm not really interested in like another like somber, serious movie, like about just like this big evil blob thing just like murdering folks like to me like that's not as compelling as like watching this like very homoerotically human monster dynamic because like that that's so much more fun than just like this bleak story and like and obviously if you like the other interpretation of venom that's that's well within your right but i feel like to me this is much more palatable and fun exactly no that's how i feel pat because like like you said uh, this like this kind of <laughs> this whole, <laughs> this whole <laughs> I'm sorry I can't get it this this homoerotic like relationship that they kind of got going on I I I don't know like it's just like you said I find it more interesting more complex cuz like you know Eddie Eddie himself is human and he's not some kind of like I don't know you know you get certain comics and cartoons that like depict him as a big baddie but like you know, well, he's uh, a baddie, all right. He's human after all, and it's like, and it's like let's 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 deal with some like more fun stuff, you know? Like I, I'm t- I'm not saying we can't go one for one for certain things, but like I like that the MC like you know the, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know this universe and whatever other universes are out there. I like that they're doing their own thing rather than trying to be one for one. But when they do go one for one, don't get me wrong, it can be kind of fun. But being like a, like being not original, but like being this kind of just just having a different version because Yeah, I guess more uh, original, more creative. Because uh, yeah. unfortunately, the the risk you run of like being like so close to the comic in your adaptation of it, it kind of that it, it doesn't give you a lot of room for surprises. Like if you just like plain face adapt like a storyline or a character arc, it like it's, you know, it's kind of like you just have the same thing twice. Yeah. Because at least, and plus every other, you know, yeah. Marvel adaptation, like they take, you know, bits and pieces of famous, you know, well-known story arcs and character moments and they sort of like combine them in a, in a new way. And but and this and they're just having like this completely, yeah. almost like a farce version of Venom and his characters, I feel like is more fun. And plus like, when you have Venom who's like, like this really stark, serious character who kills and eats people, and his bad guy is a stark, serious, evil character that kills people. Like, how do you really root for someone who's just slightly less evil than the guy he's fighting? <laughs> 
like, yeah, you know, you gotta, I mean, he was obviously always meant to be an anti-hero, and they went that route, and they went that route in a very fun way, because that whole saint scene of basically Eddie and Venom, ha- like, <laughs> having, like, a fight and then kind of breaking up, like, I think everybody in theater, <laughs> but I was laughing, and Colt was laughing, so me and him were laughing so hard that I couldn't tell if anybody else was laughing, but it was fun. It was so funny. Venom is, like, slapping Eddie around the whole damn apartment, and he's, like, throwing shit out the window. It's like, get out, get out, and, like, the homeless man's like, keep it down up there. Oh, and, like, he throws like, out the TV. Like, like this is, like, a <laughs> like, fucking Charlie like, Chaplin <laughs> Like, yeah. And the and the thing is too, Venom was telling him to get out, and Eddie's like, "This is my apartment. What are you telling? Like, what do you, what what is a slime gonna do?" You know. Uh, anyway, but no, it was so great too when Venom was throwing out the TV, and then Eddie was like, "I'll do it," and he's holding. We didn't mention this: the two most important characters of this film, Cher and that, Sonny. Uh, Venom made Eddie uh, adopt and keep in their apartment. Okay, no, Eddie Eddie got them for Venom to eat, but Venom adopted them because he loves Cher and Sonny. He can never eat them because they are his friends and family. Yep. And, and it's like, how does Venom, who is apparently this brand new alien from outer space, all of a sudden know all these pop culture references? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, I can make sense of that. It's because... Uh, he can read oh, Eddie's mind yeah. and uh, get all the information. And he has and he has access to the television too. And I mean, Eddie will let him like take the wheel a little bit. And he'll just kind of you know do stuff. And I mean, he and he's smart too. I mean, hell, there was that scene in there where uh, Eddie didn't even notice all that shit for some reason in the prison cell, and then Venom picks up on it and is trying to show him <laughs> what it means, which is kind of cool in my opinion. God, it makes that, sense. That bit where. <laughs> Venom is like making Eddie draw shit at like supersonic speed. I was fucking hating. It was hilarious. It, that was good it was great. This, this movie yeah. was fucking Looney For Tunes, sure. and I love it. And it's just like horny gay monster Looney Tunes. <laughs> and it was the perfect length. Uh, I think like uh, it didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, and, uh, it knew it when to like, end. It was only an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, it, it, it went by really quickly. Because I remember, yep. like, as we were building up to the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're already here. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Like, I was I was like that, too. And I was like, oh, shit, let's go. Here we go. Like, man. Uh, ah, man. Uh, I don't know. I, should we give... Uh, I will say, you know, going back to, like, Carnage and Cletus, anytime Carnage was out, though, I loved it. Yeah. Carnage, Carnage was, Carnage was really sick good. as shit. Carnage, anytime he was on screen, was like stealing the moment. Like literally, when he fucking came out um, after Cletus was being executed, sick shit, man, sick shit. He does the whole tornado attack, and then whenever he's getting shot, the bullets go into his goo, and he redirects them through his muscle goo out his tentacle tips, and he's shooting them with their own bullets. And then uh, later in the movie, whenever he screams. They're just they're playing it up. They're having fun with it. They're like, uh, let there be carnage. They said the thing. The name of the movie. The whole theater shakes. It was so awesome. Uh, I think I think it was what because like I know in the original movie it was like kind of a big it was kind of a big thing where like uh, Tom Hardy did his voice did the voice for Venom and he does the voice for Venom in this too. I think Woody Harrelson does the voice for Carnage. Um, yeah, I, I did notice they changed Venom's voice a little bit. Like, it, it's not as, like, as scary for warning. Like, obviously, it's still, like, monstrous, but, like, they definitely tweaked it to make it sound a little less intimidating. Because, like, the whole movie is just sort of, like, more silly and more funny. So, like, obviously, him having the same sort of, like, scary monster voice doesn't quite mesh with, like, this, like, extremely comedic tone. And I will say, uh, I'll call back to an episode of Cajun Greatness... Oh. Uh, we, we, get to, we get to refute Shammy on the air saying, because he was under the impression, he was under the belief that it would, the first 15 minutes would be speed to all the funny fun, all the funny humor stuff, and the rest of the movie is just stark bleakness, which we can confirm that is definitely not true. It is fucking goofy and silly throughout. Yeah, like, there, there are just moments sprinkled throughout this movie where it's just insanity, but it makes you laugh. Like my, I was just like jumping around in my seat. A lot of moments in this movie. <laughs> there, there were so many moments where, like, because Liz and I were sitting, sat next to each other in the theater, like we were just like grabbing each other across the street, but just couldn't 
fucking deal with the bullshit. There was one moment where, like, after Kalidas had busted um, Shriek out of the, the, the loony bin, and they were, like, talking, oh, we should get married, and then <laughs> he just rambles on, blah, 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 and when Carnage says, our red wedding, I was like, no, man, oh. I gotta get up, I gotta go. <laughs> oh, yeah! Okay, yeah, that was, okay, that was like, kind of cheesy. There, there were so, so many, fun. like, just straight-up cheesy lines, and just, like, and on paper, I would say bad dialogue, but the way the the way it just sort of looped back around, <laughs> like, it was fucking funny. Yeah. I'm just a boy, and you're an amoeba. <laughs> And, That's and that was Eddie during like a, like a somber moment, and it's like, what? <laughs> well, it, it like, I don't know, like, because usually all the stuff I've seen Tom Hardy in, he's pretty subdued, usually. I mean, like, you know, he has moments in Mad Max or whatever. But even in the first movie, I don't know what the fuck that accent is. I don't know what he's doing, but it is fucking entertaining. It's like several accents. Yeah. <laughs> but he going in and out and then he's just like screaming like the entire time. I love how he was just in flop sweat the whole time and he's just like jittering. Like he he looks like a meth head. Like like he looks like he's hyped up on Adderall. <laughs> I will say though, I think it kind of worked though. I mean, for yeah, what I mean, it was. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I it, fucking love it. It's very much in line with like what's happening to the character. It's just fucking funny how we go from like what he, how like Venom One and Venom Two are two vastly different movies, if, and for the better, for the better for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, probably in terms of pacing, I would. Agree, I just love maybe. Tom. Yeah, because like the first like half hour of Venom One is like, it's very methodical. It's like you yeah. know, okay, we're we're getting to the the the, the jeux, and it's like okay. But like I feel like all all the the strengths that they, it's like what worked in Venom they they accentuated here and even they sort of learned their lesson like the final battle with Carnage and Venom it's like it's much more brightly lit than yeah. the final battle in the first movie which a lot of people complained it was hard to tell what was going on yeah I mean granted I, I still had a hard time seeing what was going yeah. on in this movie yeah and that final scene I'm sure the home version will be easier to deal with yeah oh yeah definitely as it always is Spoil. Uh, I should say also say spoilers for the first Venom too because why not I will say though something I kind of like going back also to the first Venom movie I um I don't know if it was anybody's like kind of even though we barely got him I really did kind of like riot even though he wasn't much of a presence. I thought I thought the concept of Riot was kind of cool, but also kind of weird because it's like he has an arsenal of weapons, but like also, you know, what's what's Venom? <laughs> like, about, what, that always bothers me to too have? because it's like, um, yeah, he can like uh, make his symbiote and turn it into, you know, whatever he wants. It's just like, didn't that, that that's Venom Car- can do that too? And uh, Carnage can do that? Uh, that? That was the thing with Carnage. Like Venom was just like basically like, dark edgy hulky spider-man yeah. and then like carnage was like the even more extreme uh edgy 90s because he can like make swords and blades and shit with his symbiote yeah and and, and he's like a more visceral looking character like in yeah. the movie yeah. like they 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 made him look like he like actually just like frayed musculature like just mm-hmm. like yeah. stretched out with like tentacles they made him lean as well, as compared to Venom, he's lean. Carnage, yeah, Carnage is always lean. Yeah, though. usually like Venom is always like the, the thicker, more built one, and Carnage is just more okay. Big himbo. I, I I thought for uh, I I would have bet money on it when Venom was on his own, like and he's in the rave, and I thought for sure someone was gonna call Venom Daddy. Either to his face or just screaming out in the audience. Like, I was fucking waiting for it. Either that or they're going to call him a bear. <laughs> I mean, God. And I was ready for it. I mean, it was his first day out of the Eddie closet. They're playing very hard into it right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I, I was fucking gagged that entire fucking oh scene. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold on a minute. Okay, you know, even though there's like a homoerotic relationship going on between Eddie and Venom, there was that one scene I was laughing, uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable, but I was still kind of laughing because I was like, you know what? I kind of this is kind of fun, or it's really fun. Was the scene when he was uh, possessing Venom was possessing uh, the uh, the 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 Chinese? I think Chinese woman, uh, Miss Chen. Uh, oh yeah, Miss Chen. Miss Chen, who owns the little store. 
which was really fucking funny. But then Anne goes into saying, "Ooh, you're my, you're a big sexy hero. I love it." Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> what, like, like she's trying to like appeal to his vanity to come help them out, and like, and then Venom's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> But uh, because you know, in the third movie, that is eventually going to Maybe. happen. Th- well, there is you know, going the first, to be in the first there... Venom. Tom Hardy, Eddie makes out with Venom while also making out with Anne. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, the movie is an allegory for establishing an ethical polycule. I'm convinced the next movie, Eddie and Venom and the Doctor guy are just going to like have a flesh pile. I mean, like it's, it's like it's like their polycule gets bigger because like Eddie and Venom are like kind of like they have their own thing going. Then like Anne's kind of worked, worked in the middle, and now Dan's kind of worked in the middle. The Doctor, like mm-hmm. Anne's boyfriend, and like I just imagine like they're all in a bed and just like this one pile of goo is just jumping between them. Like <laughs> it's basically society, but like awesome. Get what yes. you fucking deserve. <laughs> well, no, okay, society was a fun movie, but like what I'm saying is like. Having like, wait a minute. What am I, what am I saying? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> you have a Joker monologue. <laughs> Society, the movie. It was great. I, I, I think it, like he's talking about the horror movie Society. Is that the one with the butt face? Dude, you watched it this year. I know. Is it the one with the butt face? Can you? Uh, I guess I have to say yes. Spoiler. Damn. Yeah, spoilers, Damn, spoilers for this thirty-year-old movie. God. Also, another <laughs> spoiler for society: we live in one, and it's a little Whoa. messed up. Take it easy there. Whoa. Now. Yeah, because like Cletus is kind of like a big red goopy Joker, and Shriek was kind of like a a black Harley Quinn. <laughs> they're they're Harley and the Joker. Yeah, the thing is, they're both just insane. The thing is, whenever he broke her out of the prison. And she was driving. They weren't trying to escape. They were just drifting and doing donuts. If they didn't have carnage, they would have been shot and killed on the spot. Oh, uh, I should say it was insane, too, when they rescue her and Carnage is, like, holding them up while they're basically, like, just rubbing up against each other. (laughs) And Carnage is just killing people. That was pretty sick. That was pretty sick. (laughs) But I was also laughing. (laughs) I, I, I just thought it was so funny how, like, immediately... Just like the fucking National Guard is like pulled in, like there's just like multiple helicopters being flung around in like massive goddamn explosions. <laughs> it, it was is sick fucking though. Hysterical. Like freaking Venom or not Venom Carnage, like per, like holding the car up and like just tearing shit up. That was awesome. Like all we, you know, Venom is cool and all, being a beefcake, but like that was sick. Like Carnage, like I said, Carnage stole the stole like. A- anytime he was on screen, he stole it, you know. And um, what <laughs> one thing that I just thought was so funny because it was just the most contrived thing to happen in the movie was when uh, Cletus busts out and it's like, "Oh, I've been in jail for so long. I need to find my girlfriend." Fucking Carnage hacked this random ass laptop and figure out where she is. Just, he just like <laughs> goops his fingers in. I was talking to Cole about that too. I was like. I did not think that Carnage could hack like that. <laughs> like, of course, though. I, I loved it. it it's it's the, one of the funniest like plot contrivances yeah, I can think that's of. That's one thing like, I cannot explain. That does not make any sense. Because like, I don't think Eddie has that knowledge. And the only way that Carnage would have that knowledge is, I would assume, from Eddie, because Cletus definitely doesn't have that knowledge. His name's Cletus. <laughs> Cletus. Cletus the Slatjaw Jokel. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just a hill that hillbilly character from the simpsons uh question for uh carnage uh did he when he after he escaped prison did he stop by a barber to get that haircut or did the symbiote just like shape his hair like yeah because his hair is definitely different i feel like that was a deleted scene <laughs> no i think i think what it was was you know i think it was carnage that gave him the haircut again or sorry, the first haircut because this is technically his first haircut. But yeah, yeah, he, he definitely didn't have the raggedy Ann wig. That yeah. never happened. He like his like weird like little little points up the front like Carnage with his blade. So it kind of made sense. I think I think I remember reading that um, Woody Harrison like 
personally chose Cletus's wardrobe for that movie. We're giving him like the the fucking Guy Fieri flame shirt with like the blazer on top. I mean, the shirt God, was, that, that was accurate to the character, shit. though, if I remember correctly. Like, didn't like uh, Cletus Cashley wear just like these most like obnoxiously colored, just like Hawaiian shirts and shit? Sometimes I'm not sure. I, I just kind of remember Cletus in the comments just being like really disheveledly dressed, kind of like yeah, like overalls and shit like that. Kind of like, like a messy t-shirt or something. I'll have to research this for later. Yeah, uh, check out the comic uh, wardrobe for like these uh, these Com- characters. Comicwardrobe.com. User slash AYCA. Yeah, it's, it's a all. website that we started just now. <laughs> There's nothing on it. We didn't know shit about no, it. Where do, we, where do we get? Oh, also, too, this is like nothing to do with the movie, but Carnage is also in the newest season of Fortnite, and uh, we, are ma- we are slowly making his way to getting him. Because he's like level one hundred, the battle pass. He looks so fucking good. Yeah, so, as soon as we but, watched the movie, I said I need to get Carnage in Fortnite. I need him. Yeah. I was gonna get him but, before, but I want him even more now. Yeah, uh, you, you know we're we're close. We're almost there. Uh, but it was so cool though because recently they also had a deal where if you bought the uh, the original Venom Marvel skin, you could get the Venom uh, movie skin along with Tom Hardy. For a discounted price, yeah, you, you get Tom Hardy with the um with the black Letterman jacket. Yeah, and I got yeah. that oh, Venom okay. doing the Dougie. I got him hitting the whip, doing a little twerk, doing a head nod. Yeah, we because they also added the Dougie in there as well. So it's been really kind of crazy to make Venom do the Dougie while being a thick fucking beefcake. <laughs> when I was trying to place who the actress was, I was thinking the whole time that. The, the actress who played Shriek was Tia Dalma from Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like, I don't know that's her. Am I just being, like, biased right now? And then I looked up, oh, yeah, the Jets. It is literally uh, Tia Dalma from Pirates of the Caribbean, Naomi Harris. And I thought for fucking money that the guy who played Detective, the cop, was fucking Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. I thought yeah. for sure that was him. Like, when we got home, I, I was like, did anybody else think that, that cop was, like, a member of the fucking Wahlberg family? Because he was giving me mad Wahlberg vibes like, it, the whole time. He's got to be ha- like half Wahlberg on his dad's side or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I do know the cop was Patrick Mulligan, who who is a in the comics. He is the the original Toxin host, which is the technically the grandson of Venom. Oh shit! He be- oh yeah, you're right. I was telling Colt about Toxin. I was like, I was like, I thought, I like, I was fairly certain he was like a police detective or something. That's crazy. Now, okay, this is something we're just gonna go ahead and get into. Pete Mulligan is like at some point because he's the one that shot Shriek in the eye, and and yeah, and that, there's that kind of whole feud right there. Um, but he is like, I th- I think killed at the end be- because no, like he was, he was still alive because he said like he he was just fucked up. Like his eyes do a weird thing. So that, it, but I, that's I, I was thinking he like he got like I was I, thinking did he, did he get like venomized or something? I don't know. Because like his eyes were weird. Because that's the thing me and Colt were talking about was that his eyes turned blue and he said monsters, and it's like what is that? Like I thought it was I, I don't Morbius know. because Jared Leto retweeted them. Okay, and he movie. keeps saying that it's like it has nothing to do with vampires. You freaking Twilight freak! I don't know shit about Morbius. I'm just assuming everything's Morbius. Okay, not everything's vampires. Jared Leto's looking at me through the window. I gotta <laughs> talk about Morbius. Well, you need okay. Well, you need to tell Jared Leto to get away. He won't leave until you tell him to get away. I can't look at him. He's scary. I never caught this. What wasn't there a guy in uh, Ravencroft uh, locked up in his cell that kept saying like they're monsters down there they're monsters down there yeah 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 and also i thought i thought for money that the the old lady doctor that had street i thought that was hella mirror and it's like no ma'am they did not give that woman bangs <laughs> okay that yeah that totally did look like her i, I thought i i straight up thought it was helen mirror <laughs> it's like wow helen you know branching out <laughs> Well, I mean, she's done comic book movies before. Isn't that Red movie? I think yeah, Bruce both Willis. of them. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was in Red, yeah. Technically, yeah. Never read the book, but I did see the first movie. Okay, what is Helen Mirren's uh, <coughs> Venom Sona? Um, uh, cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> cataracts. That's good shit. No, 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 mayhem. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just thinking of M's. Yeah. 
but Mayhem is a good name. Kevin Feige, you're listening. We we, we got Venom 3 right here. <laughs> there will be cataracts. <laughs> Venom 3, I know that's like a huge possibility right now because of how well Venom 2 did at the box office. But like it'd be kind of sick if like Mulligan appears again, but he's just Toxin now. I, I think because from what I remember, Toxin is actually a good guy in the comics, but it would just be kind of crazy, in my opinion. I, I know in the comics, Toxin was, like, the first, like, good symbiote. But then he kind of got brainwashed, so I think he's evil. And he definitely looks different. Because uh, his initial appearance, he, he's kind of, like, bigger, like, Venom, but he was kind of, like, Spider-Man color. Like, he's kind of red on top, blue on the bottom. And there's a really cool uh, poster, I mean, not poster, cover from his first appearance in a mini. But then, like, after the fact, he became, like, really big, bulky and white. He's, he's red on top, black leg, but kind of like this almost like a fur boa on his back of his neck, but it's like tenderly and a big green tongue. So they definitely changed his design. Um, but yeah. yeah, possible. Now, probably the fucking moment that I was like completely goop, gag, pressed and plucked was when after they beat, <laughs> they beat Cletus and Carnage and, and uh, uh, Carnage is gobbled up by Venom and they have fucking... Cletus by the short and curlies, and Cletus like, in the end, I just wanted a friend. And then fucking Venom's like, fuck this guy, eats his head. <laughs> we screamed. Because, like, like, when Cletus said that, I'm like, they're not going to do this, right? And then, and then fuck this guy. Bah! That was that was a great. Moment. Great. It was a great God, moment. Yeah, like I was like I was on, I was on Venom. I was like fuck this guy. Yeah, eat him. Get a brain, bro. God. I was just like if there's one thing if there's one thing and one thing only that I'm grateful for of these Marvel movies that I guess like aren't you know technically MCU movies at least they get their one f bomb. Yeah, their one f bomb. <laughs> that is very true. Which you know if. If you only get one, that's that was the place to use it. All I want, all I want now is a movie where uh, Deadpool and Venom fight for the right to get the one f bomb. And they fight the whole movie, <laughs> and then someone else completely random says it, yeah, and they're just like, like Wolverine. Hugh Jackman Wolverine rolls up and goes, "Just fucking assholes!" <laughs> just like, walk no. off. No, <laughs> that'd be a good bit. Well, now, now we got to that point. I think it's time to talk about the the big special thing at the end. Oh. Because after the end, Eddie and Venom, they they sort of uh, they go their separate ways from their friends and family, and realize because they're wrapped up in this whole carnage thing, they'll never be fully escaped from the law. So they decide to hit the road and they show up on this random tropical island, and that's how the, the initial movie ends. But then the mid credit scenes, there's some little wibbly wobbly stuff happening. Can I explain this? Because or can I talk about this? Like, can I go into the detail about it? Like, you know, sure, go ahead. Talk- Okay, because, okay, so they're sitting there, right? Like like we said, um, the initial movie ends with, we actually get to see some Venom toes, by the way, in the sand. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Delicious toes. Piggies. But, um, yeah. so there's... I can't wait to see Venom's entry on WikiFeet. <laughs> but, so they're sitting there in, like, a hotel room on some island, um, and Venom is talking to Eddie, and Venom mentions how uh, his home planet is like 18 billion light years away and that all symbiotes share a hive mind. So they all get to have collective information and memories and so on. Um, and Eddie was like, well, why didn't you t- why didn't you tell me this or do this to me before? And he's like, because it would and Venom was like, it would fry your brain. You couldn't be able to handle it. Um, he's So he was like, can I give you a taste? And Eddie's like, sure, go for it. So as he's about to do it, the fucking the like the screen and the room and everything is shaking. Everything starts to become out of focus, looking glitchy, looking weird, and then everything changes. Everything changes. Everything looks different. Instead of it being like this kind of shabby little hotel room, it turns into a nice tropical looking resort. The sun is out, looking pretty, looking nice. Uh, it doesn't even look like his room anymore. And then then you hear somebody talking on the TV, and it's Jay. Jonah fucking Jameson talking about how Spider-Man is really Peter Parker and he's a menace. And who do they show on that fucking TV screen? Tom motherfucking oh, no. Holland. 
Tom Holland on that TV screen, and Eddie is like, what's going on? What happened? What did you do, Venom? And Venom's like, I didn't do this. I don't know what's happening. And then Venom comes out, and he licks the screen at Peter Parker, Tom Holland, saying, this guy, and yeah. Oh, and then a guy walks in. He's like, what are you doing in my room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best part about the end scene. I don't know about y'all's end of the movie experience, but our theater was Our theater hollering, was, going, oh was my literally God, oh my screaming, God. cheering. Like, I was literally saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, what the fuck, what the fuck? Literally, everybody was saying, what the fuck, cheering. Like, woo! Like, it was a good experience. It was crazy. Me and Colt were just absolutely just blown out of our fucking heads. And it's so funny, too, because, God, I hope Tanner and Cody don't listen to this before watching the movie. But, like, we, we've told everybody in the chat, everybody needs to see this movie right now. Because, literally, from this moment on, that means that technically the first Venom and this Venom are now canon so they're part of the mcu and so you kind of gotta watch it we have yet to find out like what happened to like kind of trigger this but assuming it's part of the whole wibbly wobbly like magic effect that happens and uh can't no go way home, home. yeah no it's just home. straight up i think it's happening right as dr strange is doing a spell oh yeah oh, because yeah. okay if anybody's ever seen into the spider-verse Okay, spoilers for the Spider-Verse, I guess. So into the Spider-Verse, there's a moment where everybody arrives into Miles Morales' universe, right? But the way they all arrive is they actually arrive at different points in time because it's like, you know, there's that whole, like, I don't know, quantum time travel shit where, like, Gwen Stacy arrives two weeks earlier into, uh, you know, the um, Mar- Miles Morales' universe, which... You know, the the device that creates this rip in the multiverse happens the, the two weeks later. So it's like I'm thinking that because Doctor Strange is messing with the timelines and, and magic and shit, that like even though like you have to guess that at this point it has to be happening when J- Doctor Strange fucks up, but really because of how all this time and magic stuff works, he could literally be arriving there at literally like you know the very beginning or the very end of what we assume is. Uh, a way, um, no way home, or like, um, what was the second movie called? A multiverse of Madness. This, oh, the, the second, second Spider-Man. Uh, home. Uh, oh, Far from Home. It's, it's far Homecoming from home. and far, and far, far from Far home. from Home. So like, that's where that's where we can assume that that's happening. And you know what? Nobody can say that. Oh, that doesn't make sense as a plot hole. You can go fuck off because you know what? Who cares? That's I don't know how time it's cool travel as works. Shit, bro. No, you got and, 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 like nobody. Here. Like, you you go figure out time travel and, you know, put that stuff together. But I say this because, let me tell you, even though that was, like, the hypest, most coolest moment, in my opinion, um, people were, like, especially film bro critics were like, oh, my God, this is the stupidest fucking post credit scene ever. I can't believe they did this. Not only did they ruin the Venom character, they ruined the MCU forever. What they're doing with the MCU sucks. The only good MCU movies are the first Iron Man, the first Thor, the first Avengers. Those are the only good ones. Oh, and the first Captain America. Suck my nuts. I'm going to beat you with a two-by-four. Yeah, I've been sending Colt, like, a film bro guy's account talking about Carnage, and it's fucking me up. <laughs> it's messing Colt up, too. That just reminds me of, like, of that dipshit that was mad at the Suicide Squad for ruining Calendar, man. Uh, oh, my oh, God. God. Fucking touch grass, you nerd. Okay, but Calendar, man, okay, yeah, he's, like, a pretty, like, crazy serial killer but that's kind of all he is is a serial killer like what a guy with a gimmick for calendars like fuck off <laughs> i mean like yeah. and plus he has like what one story of like major significance and like any other time of that it's like minimal at best so any like one like a three second cameo is just not like if you were expecting like a fucking calendar man up Appearance of, sub, of substantial <laughs> like, like, worth and value in a fucking multi-million dollar franchise movie. You're fucking delusional. Like, Calendar Man was pretty cool, pretty fun character for, like, quests and stuff in uh, Arkham City. But, like, really? Like, yeah, like, they ruined a character for that little second cameo, sure. <laughs> Man, it's just... But, yeah, anyway, that scene was crazy. Like, like that, like... I, I told Colt because I saw this like nobody knew if it was like legit legit, but there was a uh, there was like a leaked photo of 
Tom Hardy with a No Way Home hat. Only for people, cast, staff, members of the No Way Home film. Mm. And like, and like, I kind of just nodded off as like, ah, you know, it's just another thing that's just kind of like thrown on the internet. But now it's like, holy shit, that's that needs to be taken at face value, like more than face value. That's like legit, a legit photo of Tom Hardy. It was photoshopped. Oh yeah, that was also something, something else I was talking to Colt about is how like Andrew Garfield keeps denying that he's in No Way Home, and there's like some like video footage and stuff like that where he keeps saying, "Oh yeah, that's Photoshop. It's Photoshop. It's Photoshop." Which some of it is Photoshop, but it's just kind of funny that like he's. It just seems like he's trying too hard. I will say there there was like a video I, I that I saw that was claiming that this is how the the behind the scenes video of. Andrew Garfield supposedly at No Way Home being made like it's like this very extensive like deep fake type thing. If that video was true, or someone who's really good at deep faking recreated that scene, so like I don't know. This is the level of fucking like galaxy brain bullshit that we're on because of like people are just <coughs> that invested in the comic book movies now. So who the hell knows at this point? <laughs> Like, for real. And I will say, too, something else, like, if we kind of can, if I can kind of explain it a little bit, I have a theory, um, because people are kind of confused as to why Venom is licking the TV screen, directly referencing, you know, like, this guy, like, seemingly, like, he knows Tom Holland's Peter Parker, because I see some people saying, like, this is the biggest, stupidest fucking plot hole ever. How would he know? Venom doesn't exist in his universe and spider-man doesn't exist in the venom universe so this is totally impossible but like the thing is is that like okay a the mar you know they can literally do whatever they want they can retcon it sure you know that's kind of like a cheap way to like kind of explain that but my theory is that (laughs) sorry this is gonna sound really convoluted but okay venom mentions how the hive mind shares all collective memories and data and information right so what I'm thinking is that Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man are in this movie. So what's happening is that as soon as Venom gets transported into this universe, because he's automatically in here, his mind is automatically connected to the collective, the collected data and hive mind of the Venom that was from Tobey Maguire's spider-man's universe sam raimi's universe that makes and sense the re- and, and the reason why is because when toby mcguire's spider-man gets pulled into the no way home universe the mcu universe it opens a portal right so there's like a stream of data coming from that universe into the mcu's universe while venom from the Sony universe is getting thrown into the mcu universe so it's like an instant data transfer so that's why at that moment it's kind of like one Venom is like colliding with the other Venom and they're like, oh shit, that looks like a Spider-Man. That's a Spider-Man. Like that's the same Spider-Man that hurt – or not the same Spider-Man, but that is a Spider-Man that basically contributed to the death of Venom in another universe. Even though it's not the same one, you know, they're the same character, same version, whatever, you know. There, it's a Spider-Man, so immediately he's like, oh, this is a Spider-Man. I have to eat a Spider-Man because he's a dick. That theory does make sense, but I have one that's way simpler. Uh, at the end of the Venom, let there be carnage, uh, Venom and Tommy are talking to... Not Tommy. Uh, Eddie Brock. <laughs> I don't know what Tommy <laughs> Tom, No, Tommy. We, Tommy. we call him Tommy. Uh, Venom and Eddie Tommy. are talking about how they want to be superheroes. They want to be heroes, going around, solving crimes. Uh, oh! Uh, is everything okay? No, Otto has a symbiote. Yeah, Otto, the movie critic octopus, briefly switched to <laughs> oh, his Venom side. Oh, shit, the octopus. <laughs> oh, shit. It's, we're not there in person, so I can't get these visual bits. I know, bits. I'm sorry. <laughs> and also, too, every time all of them are talking at once, it's just a wall of sound. Oh, But anyway, my theory is simple. They're talking about uh, Venom. Eddie, they want to be crime fighters. and they uh, want to eat bad guys. They want to eat bad guys. Uh, so whenever they do the dimensional merge, they're in the MCU now. He sees Spider-Man on TV, and he hears J. Jonah Jameson saying, Spider-Man's evil. I want Spider-Man. Bad guy. He should be arrested. I think Venom just sees him. He's like, Spider-Man, bad guy. I need to defeat Spider-Man. 
now that that was something that's also another solid theory and i think actually might be the more worthwhile one because it, now people are saying like oh how can venom like how can venom catch on that fast and it's like fucker he just walked past a prison and drew it one one for one on a sheet of paper like what do you mean it was literally it literally happens like that where he's saying bad guy venom hears bad guy he sees a bad guy on tv he's gonna be like oh we have to eat a bad guy and it's a super-powered bad guy, so we gotta eat him now. Spoiler for Spider-Man No Way Home. Tom Holland is eaten by Tom Hardy, and he's in his belly for most of the movie. Yeah, and it's Vore. Spider-Man vor. 3 is a Vore slash Impreg movie. You heard it here, AYCH, breaking news exclusive. Yeah, and then Tom Hardy's gonna look at us with his such plump, precious lips, and he's gonna do a kissy face. <laughs> but Tom, Tom Hardy had those Princess Peach lips, though. It's not just for this movie, he just has them in general, and I don't know why it took me so long to notice. Oh, you never notice how big and luscious and plump his yeah, lips yeah. are? Yeah, when I was watching Mad Max, I wasn't staring at uh, Tom Hardy's lips the whole time for some reason. That's fair, I because I think my first film i saw him in was um inception so like i was already kind of like oh that guy has some big lips uh, another movie with, with some really nice homoerotic undertones between him and joseph gordon levitt hey you know what though i i was i you know bros <laughs> the whole bro squad because like the, the whole bit that like that kicks it off because he he because tom hardy <coughs> accidentally says to joseph joseph gordon levitt you must think bigger, darling, because he, because he, he meant this. He, he said the line was correct, but he was thinking he was talking to Elliot Page, who was in Inception. But he yeah. said it to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then oh. that kind of kicked off the whole like gay angle. And plus, they're they're like just bickering like old married couple the whole movie. <laughs> okay, the thing is, Pat, I didn't know that, but you kind of stole my thought out of my head because I was literally going to say like, yeah, that scene where. Uh, Tom Hardy pulls like what a grenade launcher out yeah. and says that to George Joseph Gordon Levitt. You know, Pat, get out of my head. I, I'm gonna say most of Tom Hardy's career is like saturated with gay and queer imagery and undertones. And it was like there, there was a mobster movie he was in where he, like I, I think it was Legend. Like he plays twin mobsters. And one of the mobsters is like this brutal piece of shit bastard. Yeah, I've seen that movie, but yeah. he's gay and he's trying to. Like, have a wedding, and his brother is just like, no, calm down, calm down. You're trying to have a wedding. Marry this dude, and there's this lad, and he's just like, just like fucking shit up at the reception. Well, oh, Tom Hardy's always been uh, appealing to both sides of the spectrum yep. uh, as far back as MySpace. Yep. Well, he was putting his, uh, his thought pictures out there. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Tom Hardy, for your MySpace era. You were, uh, it was good. An icon. Yep. Yeah, you, you went from a MySpace twink to a big blockbuster himbo <laughs> with big old kissing lips. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And speaking of kissing, I think it's time to kiss this show goodbye. Mm-hmm. Without any further ado. <laughs> goodbye. You guys got me hooked on that. And good <laughs> night. night. Bang. Bang. I, like, Wenzel did that during the Slim Chickens episode. But, really? Like, but Tanner cut him off. <laughs> Rude. But thank you all for listening to our Venom 2 recap slash gay monster fuck watch. So you, you can always count on uh, AYCH to find the gay subtext in a movie and point out our favorite horny monsters. Yeah. Because what do you think the H in AYCH stands for? Horny. Hungry. All horny. Homeless. Uh, I would say all the above. <laughs> Hydrogen bomb. So, but uh, anyway, thank you all so, so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. You can follow us wherever podcasts are found, and that's on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, on all of those. Be sure to like, rate, view, subscribe on all those platforms. Helps us out, keeps us visible. But since I'm new listeners, and I always appreciate you when you do it. You can follow us on wherever our socials are. That's on Twitter and Instagram at AYCH Podcasts. Letterbots and Facebook at All You Can Hear. Twitch at twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear and YouTube as well, which is at All You Can Hear. If you listen to this the week it came out, on Monday we released a episode where John, Ken, and I discussed the first episode in a uh, month-long in- journey into, into the spooky Halloween content where we made our very own exorcism movie. And on Tuesday, as I, just, I mentioned just a moment ago, it was the, on the late takes, it was Tanner Colt. Wenzel and Cody had a 
a taste test of the Slim Chickens Chicken Finger Restaurant. And on Thursday, it's a Cajun Greatness, an uncaged episode where Jonathan introduced the Holy Mountain to the Cage crew to a very mixed room, but it's a very fun listen. And lastly, you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name, my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. My name is John. You can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24 and John Nelson 12 on Letterboxd. And I've been that kind of guy. You can follow me at that kind of guy on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. My name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at Colt D00. Do me a big favor. Turn into a a red muscle man and eat your vegetable. Without any further ado, (laughs) I must bid you (laughs) goodbye and good night. I'm Wenzel. You can follow me on Twitter at Wenzel. You can follow my art Instagram at Water Wednesday. Thank you. I have a link tree. You can follow my Letterboxd and Goodreads for reviews of movies and books. Thank you. Yeah, uh, stay tuned for Wenzel to demonstrate his finishing move, the one Wenzel Angel. <laughs> yeah. The actress that played Shriek also played Miss Moneypenny in the 007 movies. That is correct. Interesting. Yeah. So long. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.